Hi, welcome to Sing, Breathe, Be with Heidi Riggs. This is episode two, and today we are going to discuss a topic that was recommended to me by my sister Christy's sister-in-law, Catherine. So I just wanted to uh, kind of honor that, honor her input and let you guys in on my behind the scenes. So behind the scenes, what does this look like for me? All right, so this week is super atypical because I have not just my return to in-person performing at my studio. We're doing a studio showcase called Cabaret Noir, and I would say half of my singers are performing. So it'll be a little bit, an hour and 45-minute show with intermission, with intermission. So it's not too bad. And um, we're doing a Saturday night show, and we're doing a Sunday afternoon matinee. And I also have had Tech Week for Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And I was vocal directing, and I am the vocal director for that production. So this week is not like a normal week for me at all. So I have been, you know, doing the proverbial burning the candle at both ends where I get up every morning around 5.30, 6 o'clock, have a cup of coffee, which is about half a cup of coffee, to be honest. I don't usually do the whole cup, if you will, because it gets cold and I'm not a reheater and just, you know, toss it. And then I get um, my daughter, my youngest daughter, she has to go to high school, so I get her up and make sure she's getting ready for school. And on mornings where she drives herself, she's actually super autonomous and takes care of business. And on mornings when I have to take her because of car usage, um, she'll drag her feet out the door and I end up having to call the school to excuse her tardiness. So, and that's what happened this morning, actually. Um, so yeah, it's a, a normal day is that, getting up, coffee. I usually meditate first thing in the morning. And on weeks where I'm not scripting, you know, opening remarks or memorizing, you know, my, my material that I need to sing or, you know, launching a pod, podcast, for example, um, I would go work out, I would go right to the gym or go to yoga class in the morning first thing because, you know, I work into the evening. So if you're working at nine to five, of course, you have to be up super early if you want to get to the gym before you go to work. Um, and then, you know, come home and do a normal nine to five day and all that. I don't have that, you know, by choice. I start my day early because I still have school age kids and that kid. And then, then I do the self care thing and then I go to work. So, and then I work till, you know, I'm not usually home till eight o'clock on my work days, but this week I actually would leave directly from work and go right to rehearsal, which is about 35 minutes away. Um, up in Port Huron and, you know, give notes and all of that, which I love. I mean, that's like, it, I lose track of time. Like, I didn't even know last night was 1030 when I was leaving, almost 11. <laughs> and it was after 11 when I got home. I mean, I had, I just completely go in the flow. I don't have any concept of time at all. Um, thank God some people do or we'd, you know, <laughs> uh, we'd have been kicked out of the auditorium, I'm sure, if I, if I was in charge of knowing what time it was. Um so yeah, this is the this is the week for me, and day in the life is a little bit atypical right now. Now, um, in the morning, on a normal morning, I would 
do a load of laundry and I'd sweep the floor and I, you know, clean a toilet. I mean, it's just so sexy. I, I'm not really sure I can convey how glamorous it is because, you know, it, it would just be bragging, I think, at this point. But no, I'll do, you know, Kroger click list because I really hate going in the grocery store. Um, I'll pick that up sometimes. If, if I'm starting a crock pot meal, which lately has not happened because, you know, and I'm usually crock pot queen in the fall. Like I'm like soups galore, if you will. Um, Soupapalooza. That should be my name because I, as my oldest daughter reminds me constantly that I traumatized her at a, um, and I thought she was younger. She said it was just a few years ago, but apparently one day I was chopping up vegetables to go into a soup and she had walked in the room in the kitchen and saw what I was doing and realized I was making soup. And I guess she was trying to, you know, I don't know, validate what I was doing in, in the nicest way by saying, oh, I love soup. And that's how she said it. And I was paying attention to not cutting my fingertips off. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, like, okay, cool. Barely registered that she was trying to say something nice um, to me. Like, I had, you know, spoken her love language or something. Um, yeah, no, I was apparently really bad mom because it gets brought up on the regular, weekly, honestly. Because if I say anything about, what do you guys want for dinner? And then somebody will it, it inevitably say soup. Someone's going to say something about either chicken tortilla soup or my low-carb Zupa Toscano, which I love and the girls love too. Um, I think Corey tolerates it, I think. But everybody else seems to really like it. Or, you know white chicken chili or something like that something gonna go in the crock pot if I say any of that then it's oh I love soup and and then someone will say okay cool as a reminder that apparently I've traumatized my children and that's what they're gonna bring up later to their therapist um not later they could bring it up right now to their therapist but yeah because I I really am pro therapy by the way I I'm all about like somebody's like maybe I should talk to a therapist yeah 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 definitely everybody should talk to their everybody should have a therapist (laughs) what's wrong you know what's wrong with this picture that we're maybe I should like tiptoe around the idea of of mental health that we shouldn't you know invest in that do you go to the doctor do you you know take vitamins do you work out do you do anything you know self-care this is just another another you know level of self-care in my opinion but everybody is entitled to their opinion so, um, but yeah, so I traumatized her with soup. Okay, cool. Um, and again, it's brought up on the regular. So during this time of year, I usually am, you know, soup shenanigans all the time, right? Um, just a smorgasbord of soup. And it's just not been because I've been doing two shows. Um, so maybe next week. Maybe next week I can include that in the day in the life of Heidi Riggs. Crock-pot. There will be some crock-potting going on, if you will. Um, I do have an Instant Pot, and I know everybody's, like, hot on their Instant Pot and love it. And, like, I have um, a cheer mom friend who tells me how she does. She comes home from work and just throws everything in, and dinner's ready in 30 minutes. And, and I tried to do that, and, um, yeah, no. I It's gross. When I use it, I can't. I have not been able to eat one single thing I've cooked in there. And my husband is just generous to a fault. And it's like, it's good. It's tasty. And I'm like, it is not tasty. I don't love it. So I'm, I'm, I, I may be, maybe part of my fall 
Soupapalooza will be. I have made soup, by the way, in, in the Instant Pot, and I hated it there, too, so. Yeah. Oh, my girlfriend has one that actually has um an air fryer in it, and she made these ribs once, though, that was like, oh, chef's kiss for real, like the good kind. Um, I don't even... I don't even know. I didn't even try. I didn't even ask. Like, what are you doing here? Because I know I can't duplicate it. I'm just going to bugger it. Be like, make it for me again. Because that's the only way I'm going to eat that again. Um, so, yeah. That's the day in the life of Heidi Riggs. If I weren't doing two shows suddenly. And, all, you know, this week. There would be there would be soup. <laughs> and currently there's no soup. There's just a lot of fast food this week. And I'm giving myself a ton of compassion. Because I know I haven't really had time um, or mental space honestly to go well let's meal prep and let's do this and, mm -mm. I haven't even gone to the grocery store whatever we had in the house is food that's food in fact last night um well actually I've been up since my husband got home from work at four something um because he went to work and he works late this week afternoons and then he goes to the gym um not all the time but I'm last night he did this morning he did and when he came in it must have just been close enough to my normal wake-up time that I could not go back to sleep but I remember getting up and him saying we don't have any bread. So 4.30 a.m., good morning. We don't have any bread. And I'm just looking at him like, we have bagel thins. That's bread. You can use that. Like, what's wrong with bagel thins? Like, toast it. It's delicious. Like, um, And then I never went back to sleep. So apparently, because once I talk in the morning, I think that's it. I'm up. I'm up for good now. Um, and 4.30 a.m. is just close enough to 5.30 a.m. that it felt like my wake-up time. But because I didn't get home last night till 11.15, 11.30, 11 I didn't go to sleep till 12.45. So I've had like less than four hours of sleep. And that will probably um, turn around and bite me in the butt later today. So hopefully not. Hopefully I can get a nap in or something. I'm not a napper. So that's going to be like a stretch if I get one of those. Um, I think I've only taken like a handful of naps my entire adult life. And I think three of them I was pregnant. And in the first trimester when, you know, you're so tired, you can't even keep your eyes open. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I'm going to nap. But I might because we do have the opening night tonight for Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat in Port Huron. So if you are in southeastern Michigan, I really, really, truly cannot recommend enough that you get over to McMoran Auditorium in Port Huron. The curtain is at 8 p.m. The, the box office opens at 7. Get there. Bring your family. It's going to be an amazing show. This cast is phenomenal and that is not an exaggeration that is in, in any way this truly is um and i sat there last night watching the final dress and as they went up for their final scene and and everybody was coming out and singing the reprise of um the amazing coat right joseph's coat that reprise um i was crying i was just sitting in the audience crying um, because I couldn't believe we were there. I couldn't believe we were right there on the precipice of opening the show because I think there was a part of me that didn't hold out hope that we'd get there. This show auditioned in, um, I want to say, um, February of 2020. I can't be 100% sure, but I know, yeah, it must have been February 2020 because we started rehearsals the week of States Week for Cheer. And if you listen to my podcast going forward, um, you will hear all about cheerleading in Richmond, Michigan, because we are the defending D3 state champions. So, and my daughters are part of that program. So we have a 
we're a cheer fam. We're a cheer fam for sure. But I remember it because I remember going, uh, let me see if I can squeeze in a rehearsal and get there during States Week because that is usually a wild and crazy time in our house during that week as we get ready to go to um, state finals. Um, but it was. And I remember we got back and I was back into rehearsal. So I was teaching Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we had rehearsal. And I remember being in rehearsal and thinking, I, I think it was the children's choir that I'd worked with first that evening. And then and then the cast, like the leads were coming in and we were working that. And I remember the whole choir being there because I wanted to do the big numbers first because that's the way I always I have a system. And, and the way I like to do it is big, big numbers first. That way we have more time to rehearse, you know, over the course of the rehearsal process. And I also like to work with the choreographer, making sure they're choreographing the music as I'm teaching it. Because that way there's like, a, you know, a reinforcement and a muscle memory and all of that that comes with it. And lucky for me, my choreographer for the show is my daughter. So um, there's a lot of, we can communicate that. And she actually has done enough shows with me over the course of her life to know that how I do things. And so it's kind of an unspoken deal. Like I'll, she'll just ask, what are you teaching this week? And then she starts the choreo. Um, and that's where we were in the process. And then all of a sudden, you know, I was getting this sneaky suspicion like the rest of the world that we were probably about to have our entire lives changed in a, in an overnight sort of in a moment right in a blink and it was and we closed the show down and everything got you know we all locked down everything got locked down the only thing that didn't lock down was my teaching because I, I I immediately switched everyone who was willing to go to virtual and um kept teaching because and what I told my students was you better keep studying because the world will open up again someday and when it does you can either be prepared to do your auditions and get ready and do the thing or you can come you know and say oh my gosh, auditions are next week, and can you fit me in for a lesson? <laughs> so that was sort of how I um, I uh, packaged that, so that they would have a full understanding that, you know, as pandemics go historically, it doesn't last forever. You know, it just doesn't. And there's usually a renaissance following pandemics, and you can actually check tape because it's true. So I kind of said, hey, you guys, you want to be part of the renaissance? You want to be, you know, top of the food chain on this? Get ready work on your craft and I took my own medicine and I studied too during that time I took virtually with my teacher and um and I'm sure he's wondering where I am because I've been doing a build out on my new studio location because we did an expansion we moved from one location to another and this place is like three times bigger and the whole thing was a build out is an understatement it was basically a gut job and um we're still sort of finishing up on that so our whole summer was really um devoured by that and my and loving husband um he's he's definitely the the brains behind the operation <laughs> I'm just the oh wouldn't this look nice here and oh I ordered this and and he's like okay I'm putting flooring in and I'm you know putting a new drop ceiling and oh look I have to install these lights and all that so he's Mr. actually get it done and I'm can you hang this on the wall <laughs> Um, and not to diminish my part in it. Of course, I, my aesthetic is clear, very clear here. But um, if you get a chance, go to my studio page, Heidi Riggs Vocal Studio on Instagram, and you can kind of see the, um, the transformation from, you know, beginning to end here. So, yeah, that's what we've been doing. So a day in the life of Heidi Riggs this week has not been normal, right? We didn't get crockpot soup. We, I haven't worked out, but I only worked out once. Um, I did not get to yoga and I'm really upset about it too because my yoga studio 
moved a little ways down the street to a bigger location and it looks it was always cute i was always an adorable space we had and it's across basically across the street in kitty corner to my studio but now it's a little further down and it is adorable and i want to get in there right because i love my yoga practice and i i love being in class so i don't know if you haven't done yoga highly recommend 1010 please go take a yoga class um but i haven't gotten in there either so my normal week includes working out and some meal prepping and yoga and a pretty heavy teaching schedule and um, a good amount of virtual students to teach. And when I'm not doing a build out, I take my own voice lessons and work on my own craft. Um, but this week has just been, you know, in the last few weeks, I've just been devoured by prep for shows and my own show and, and Joseph too. So if you're in Southeastern Michigan this week, weekend, please, please, make time to go see Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And also, if you can, come to Richmond, Richmond Community Theater, 6.30 curtain on Saturday and a 3, three o'clock curtain on Sunday and see um, and listen to some hauntingly beautiful music. And my showcase is called Cabaret Noir. Um, and this, too, was a showcase I didn't think we would get to put up, you know. Um, it's surreal honestly, because we had planned to do this. I announced the showcase at my um, holiday showcase in 2019, in my December showcase. I had announced this. We would be doing, we'd be foregoing the spring, the typical spring showcase I do where I feature my um, graduating seniors. Um, and instead, we are going to skip ahead to October and do a spooky, you know, production, basically, because it's going to be, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of moving parts on this one. Like, I think I have to meet with the producer tomorrow and we're going to plot out the lights really quick and it, it won't take him long because he's kind of brilliant and um and I have to you know dress the stage and, and there's a helium shortage so I'm really hoping the balloons I ordered can be filled up I woke up this morning concerned about what my contingency plan would be if I got a hold of Leslie my local store that does the helium and, and uh she told me she's waiting on a tank to get delivered so I'm hoping that was another thing. That's not a normal week for me either to wake up worrying about helium and balloons, a balloon crisis, if you will, because that's what I'm decorating with. Because I have these giant globe style black um, mylar balloons that I thought, oh, these will look really cool and there's a little reflection to them. And so kind of shiny and cool. I don't know. So a little bit of texture because I don't usually go all out for my stages. I just don't. It's just I'd rather spend my money on on baked goods that are thematic to the showcase. Um, and I have some, actually, I'm going to go ahead and plug her. She's amazing. Her name is Chandra and cake experience is in Mount Clemens, Michigan. And if you get a chance, get in there to her, her shop and try her cake pops. Cause oh my gosh, they are truly the best cake pops I've ever, ever, ever had. And I've been using her for years for, you know, gifts for cheer, you know, States week, for example. Um, or, you know, my studio showcases or just birthdays, you know, I have had cakes made and things like that. So yeah, definitely get in there. Cake experience. Um, amazing, amazing baked goods. So good. So that's what I'm spending my money on. I'm not really decorating the stage. Plus doing a set is really pricey. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever priced out what it costs to build a set. Um, it's just an, ex I mean, it's just, a, it's an expense, of course. So I don't really do that. I let the singers kind of carry the show and, um, I, I do a little mood stuff, mood lighting, and then, you know, balloons, or I have these lamps I'm going to actually cover with um, lace, um, and it's it's fire safe. It actually, the lace doesn't go over top of the the um, 
the lamp shade it itself it actually goes around the lampshade but it gives the impression that it's you know black lace and all that so I have a few little mood items I'm going to use to to get us into that sort of is it haunted I don't know and yes the Richmond Community Theater is totally haunted so don't let anybody lie to you okay it's really old actually it's an old church I don't know what year was it was um I'm going to say the word erected I don't know what year it was I think 1800 something I think so it's really quite old and um it's a renovated church and it's been I don't know what year it was founded either you think I'd know more but um yeah the it was founded I want to say in the 60s 70s something like that and um it is super haunted <laughs> and I'm probably not going to tell the audience that but Maybe I will. I don't know. Maybe I'll surprise them. Maybe I'll surprise myself and tell them, uh, yeah, I've had experiences there. And I know a lot of people who have. And actually, I've had a mild experience compared to some of my um, colleagues and friends who've been there. Uh, in fact, there was one experience that I was like, oh, I didn't want to know that. Like that, I didn't need to know. Um, basically, he had turned all the lights off downstairs in the basement and he left. And when he turned to look at the light in this one room was on and he, like an idiot, went back in there. <laughs> And I'm going to leave it up to your imagination to what happened, because when he told me what happened, I was like, well, if I ever see a light turned back on, I will just keep driving because send me the electric bill. I don't care. I'm not going back in. Um, not not by myself, right? Okay, so anyway, yeah, fun, spooky stories. It's October. So yeah, Cabaret Noir, that's what I've been working on. My showcase is in person. We did two virtual showcases at the beginning of the year because, you know, I'm like this, mo I have mom guilt, but it's like teacher guilt because... We usually do two live showcases, and then 2020 was just, you know, just done. We, there was nothing we could do other than study and be sad and, you know, eat junk food and make TikToks, I guess. And, um, oh, and watch, like, Netflix, right? Around the clock. Um, so, yeah, we didn't get to do anything. So this year, we've done two virtual showcases, and now our first live in-person event is now, and then this weekend, and then we're doing another one in December and the December one actually apparently every theater in the area is just booked which is just so wonderful and I'm so happy because I mean they went a whole year without m making any money and the fact that they're still open to me is just like miracle um I tried to find a location <laughs> to put up a December showcase in the place that Richmond Community Theater was booked they're fully booked in December I think they have an original show coming in um which is really cool if you think about so um, art is alive and well, live and well in southeastern Michigan. And uh, so I called a place I've used before, the Citadel up in Port Huron, and they actually have a show going up this weekend too, a straight show. Um, and I don't know if it's an original work or not. It's Phantom of the Opera, but it's not the musical. It's a straight show. Um, <clears throat> and I, I'm using that space for my, my Christmas showcase, my holiday show. I don't call it Christmas showcase. I call it my holiday showcase. And we don't even sing all holiday music either because... Um, that's a lot of Christmas music or holiday music. And it's not all sacred. It's not all secular. I mean, it's, it's a good mix. And sometimes it's even <clears throat> a theme and we do like jazz or something. So, you know, everybody gets a little moment. Um, excuse me. So, um, yeah, we're going to use that. But I, only, I don't get a sound check there. We're going to have to go in early the day of the show and do a sound check. Because, um, I mean, thank God. Thank God everybody's performing because it's booked. So I told my students we're going to do the thing I don't recommend, which is um, in the opera world, <clears throat> it's called Park and Bark. And, um, and that's not a good thing, by the way. That's not good. 
the parking park. You don't just show up singing. You know, you know, you want to put your heart and soul into it. You want to sing and perform. And and like I told my singers last night, and I gave my final notes, and I just said, sing from joy. Let that be it. Don't worry about the moment that just passed that didn't, if it didn't go well or if it did go well. And don't worry about the moment that's coming up on stage. Be there. Be present. Be in the moment right then and sing from a joy. So parking and barking is kind of a joke in my world because we're not actually doing that. My students are going to show up and they're going to sing from joy and share with people stories and, and emotion and, and connectiveness, right? Connectivity? Connection. I don't know which word would be the best there. Pick, pick one and put it in. Um, so, yeah that's we're just not going to get a sound check is what I mean by when I say park and park you're going to come in you're going to sing and you're going to leave and we're going to have an afterglow and then bye-bye so um that's what I'll be getting ready for starting next week next week I don't know next week's going to be maybe soup yoga for sure lots of meditation um recovery right a little recovery um and soup definitely soup so, oh, and you know what else? Richmond is doing, their Parks and Rec is doing a uh, scarecrow competition. So they're putting out all these bales of hay in front of your businesses, and you can participate and compete. So I have to actually come up with a concept for that, and, um, and I think that has to actually go out this weekend. So, ha, 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 if anybody has ideas or wants to get creative and do crafts with me, because I'm not a crafty person at all, um, feel free. Feel free to come on over and help me with some scarecrowing because I was going to make a little choir. I thought that would be cute, but I'm going to have to go laminate all the, you know, the music and, and then I'm going to have to figure out how to attach the music and hold their arms up. So, I mean, it was just a lot of like, eh. I thought maybe I would use like coat hangers kind of like through to hold their arms up maybe. I don't know. And zip ties. Zip ties are like the duct tape in my opinion. Like zip ties do everything. I don't know if you guys know that or not. If you, if you're like make you know, if you have duct tape laying around, also go get some zip ties because that is, that's how, you know, I don't know. That's how the magic happens here. That's how I get, I don't know. I love, I have zip ties right here in my office. I love zip ties. Okay. So anyway, maybe I'll use zip ties. Kind of hold everybody together up there. So yeah, my oldest daughter, Lauren, she actually came up with the idea that maybe we should do a wicked theme and have Alphaba as a scarecrow, Alphaba scarecrow and having her like with a, a word bubble that says Sparrow, and then have a scarecrow scarecrow sitting there right um because that's what happens if you turn into a scarecrow i'm gonna ruin the show for you if you haven't seen it um but i'm i don't know like that's a lot i'm gonna have to paint a scarecrow green and put a witch's dress on her and probably elevate her i'm imagining to i don't know i don't know how to do that so if we have any people around who love crafting and want to come help me i'm all about it because i have two shows to do this weekend so actually I don't have to do anything Joseph's done I just have to show up and enjoy the moment for them which is what I'm going to do tonight um and I hope everybody gets a chance if you're in southeastern Michigan get over there um so yeah day in the life man this is this is it I'm just sitting here in my office right now in my pajamas and a robe because I dropped my daughter off at school and came directly to the studio so now I have to do the walk of shame to my car with my fuzzy robe on and my glasses and my burks and my pajamas that have pumpkins and leaves and coffee on them. So, yep, that's happening. So that's the day in the life. That's what we do here. Um, and like I said, most days I teach. I teach late. This week I was 
teaching late and then also directing late because I wasn't getting home most nights till 11 or after 11. And then I uh, haven't done any grocery shopping and there's been no soup. So I hope you guys get soup this weekend at the very least if you aren't in southeastern Michigan. And if you are, I hope you get to a show or two shows or even three shows. And um, I hope you make soup. So, oh, and anybody who has any scarecrow ideas, hit me up because I'm not crafty at all. So, oh, and also too, definitely check out Cake Experience in Mount Clemens if you're in the area or if you want to place an order or whatever because Chandra is honestly the best and I adore her. So, shout out to her. All right, guys. So, this is it. This is the podcast. This is episode two. This is a day in the life, though I'm not really sure. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm killing it or or what here. I don't know. <laughs> Day in the life. Um, I'm sure everybody has their own, like, things they like to do, right? But for me, this is it. Um, put up shows. Apparently do podcasts. Teach. And worry about my crafting abilities or lack thereof. And the helium deficits that were all apparently the balloon situation, right? That's what we're worried about. Okay, guys, make sure to make time for meditation this week. Get outside, even if it's raining, put on a raincoat. It, have a great weekend. Enjoy this, enjoy this time. And um, until next, next time, friends, keep shining.